What's good, guys? I hope that, you know, you're all doing well. Um, I hope that, you know, you're distancing, you're, you know, trying to stay safe during, you know, these crazy times. Um, So this is the first episode of the YMA In Focus podcast. I am, I guess, the de facto host at this point. Um, My name is Avi Solomon, and uh, I am the director of communications and event coordination here at YMA. So every single competition event you know project all that stuff is ran by me i come up with those ideas well it's not just me but you know i'm at the forefront of it uh we have um we're doing this we're doing today's episode with matt liang uh the head of graphics and uh you know making sure that everything is looking good when it comes to you know advertising and whatnot we have uh the president himself jonah elkowitz uh, I'm sure you guys all know Jonah, you know, president of YMA. And we have Parnav Nair here, who is the head of social media and marketing. So uh, if you guys want to, comp- if you guys want to, you know, introduce yourselves, uh, if I did get your title wrong, again, please correct me. But yeah, so Matt, take it away. Uh, hi, my name is Matthew. Uh, as you probably know, I'm the director of graphics. Um I'm a photographer and graphics designer. Yeah, so that's what I do for YMA. Uh, Jonah, introduce yourself, man. Hey guys, my name is Jonah. I hope you're all doing well today. Um, and as uh, just to reiterate, welcome to our first episode of In Focus. Uh, with this podcast, we're really hoping to get into the shoes of young creators and to bring you guys into their perspectives. Um, obviously, my name is Jonah. I am the president of Youth Media Arts. Uh, in charge of super, uh, supervising all operations and connecting you guys with sponsors such as National Geographic and our new sponsor, Sammy's um, Photo School. Um, so that's kind of what I do. Uh, Pranav, you want to go for it? Yeah, what's up, everyone? Um, as, Avi, as Avi previously stated, um, I'm Pranav Nair and I run, the, I run the social media and I also head marketing operations at Youth Media Arts. I'm both a photographer and graphic designer, so even though I'm not on the graphics team, but that, that doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, dope. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that, you know, we can all kind of do this together. I think that, uh, yeah, so I mean, who wants to uh, share their story first, how they became an artist? First off, wait, wait, before we do that, um, did you guys all like, did we all start around the same time? Like, when did you guys all kind of get into, you know, photography or like graphic design, basically? Um, I guess I'll go first. So I got started on graphics design in like seventh grade and I just really wanted to learn like what Photoshop like was and how to use it because like it, it just seems so um, it just seems so complicated but like once you actually get to learn it um, it it's fun to like try to figure out how to make certain stuff that other people are making and that's like how I got started in that definitely yeah and I then um in uh freshman year of high school I took a video class and I was doing videography for a bit and that actually got me into photography as like um you learn stuff like the rule of thirds and stuff and um framing and stuff and yeah it just um got me into photography which is what I do now mostly Awesome. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, like, I remember in eighth grade, I took a class on Photoshop, 
Well, it wasn't really, it wasn't really a class. It was like part of, like, remember like how you got, remember how we had to like, we all had to like take uh, technology in middle school. Like that was kind of mandated. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, um, we took that, we took, we learned about Photoshop for like maybe three weeks and I hated it. Didn't like it at all. I didn't like using it, but uh, little did I know that like I would go into school, I would go into high school, freshman year, and I would just take a photography class. Right now, originally I took the I took the photography class just to you know get ahead and easy A whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. I ended up falling in love with uh, the art form. Uh, I found it. I found that it was like a really just an amazing way to express myself, and I really did fall in love with photography and. Ironically, like, I went from hating Photoshop and finding it incredibly monotonous to really enjoying, um, you know, editing and manipulating photos that I've taken in Photoshop from, not necessarily from a graphic design perspective that, you know, Matt and Parnov might have, but more so from, like, a photo-oriented perspective. Um, now, obviously, like, eventually, like, I got better, I got a camera, and, you know, I got into Lightroom, but, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I started, um, yeah, so, I mean, Jonah, Pranav, um, you guys can, uh, you know, you have the floor to tell your stories. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess I could uh, spearhead it. Uh, Pranav, do you care? We yeah, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Okay. So, um, I, I believe I forgot to mention this, but I'm a photographer slash videographer and sort of new to the world of uh, graphic design. Um, I first started basically in the beginning of high school. I was sort of interested in the whole, you know, YouTube thing and, and producing YouTube level, you know, uh, videos. So I actually decided to take video production. And in that class, I learned as, you know, Matt kind of was talking about the, the, the basic rules of, of cinema, rule of thirds, um, just different techniques that apply to both photography and videography. Um, and in that class, the person who was teaching it, um, Mr. Silva, I would just look in the back room where all the camera equipment would be for uh, filming. And he had like these incredible pictures of uh, the Milky Way and, uh, you know, just astrophotography. And I would talk to him like after class, I'd be like, you know, how do you do this? Because this is all new to me. You know, even first year videographer, I had no idea how stuff like this was even, you know, how you could capture stuff like that. So I began talking to my photo teacher, so sorry, to my video teacher about those images and the year of, and that year I actually was doing a lot of traveling with my family. So I brought along my dad's Sony A6000 and I, you know, looked up the manual and and learned how to use it. And that was really the first place, I believe we were in uh, Whistler in Canada. And I just would take pictures of it. I brought it around at night after dinner and I just, you know, I'm like, what does this do? And I was messing around with shutter speed aperture and just playing around with the different modes of the camera to see what I could do. And, you know, after that moment with my photo teacher and being away on vacation and just exploring with the camera, I decided, I'm like, what am I doing in video class? Like, just picking up the camera made me realize that this is, you know, the me- this is what I want to use to tell stories. And it just felt more powerful to just be there with the camera. Um, don't get me wrong, I love video. But um, I feel like the photography world for me was just so much more um, intimate. So the following year, I actually dropped out of video and signed up for my first photography class. And, um, you know, a little bit before that, obviously, over the summer, I was doing some research, talking to some people. 
and I started doing some astrophotography, taking pictures of the moon. I would mess around with the rule of thirds. Um, and basically that's kind of where my photography, you know, interest kind of kicked off. And since then I've been doing some really incredible work for some um, clients. I've been doing a lot of street photography. Um, I've traveled the world. I've gone to Japan and Cuba and documented life in different cultures. So, you know, for me, photography has really catapulted myself into the world of, of learning and education. And photography has really, you know, let me look at the world from a different perspective. So, you know, that is my story. Um, I know it's, it's definitely an interesting realization to be in a video class and realize, you know, wait, I'm interested in photography. And now I'm actually getting a lot more into video and I'm, I've been using Adobe Illustrator and doing more graphic design stuff. So it's really interesting where a couple pictures or just a couple of, of minutes talking to someone will really take you. All right. And um, last but not least, myself. So um, photography for me started, I think, in my seventh grade when I got um, my dad was like buying me a phone and I'm like, yo, I heard like from MKBHD's videos that, you know, the S7 Edge had like a really good camera. I'm like, you know what? Why not? So I went with the Samsung and like I just started shooting on that and like I instantly like fell in love with it. Nice. And yeah. And like, I still like sometimes regret switching the iPhone because I hate the camera, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> Samsung has better HDR. Yeah. Yes. And so- Samsung's like known for their cameras. That's like their anyway, phone cameras. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. We can deliberate. <laughs> and so um, basically I started taking like a bunch of photos and like, I was actually getting really happy with the products. And like, um, my dad was previously a photographer at one point. And um, I remember he was like showing me some of his work and like, I would show my work and he like never got impressed with what I did because he was like, this is amateur as hell. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, that hurt. But um, I kept going because like I it was like I think it was something I like legitimately found a passion for. And so I just kept doing it despite what he said. And then eventually, like one day, I think I took a picture of this waterfall and he looked at it and he's like, yo, this is like really good. What the heck? And so like that, that's what like I, I guess you can say like really boosted me. And then I was like going around my house and like I found in like a storage room, a Canon EOS 10. Like this, like this camera is old, old. And like on top of that, it had like a water damage sensor. But I'm like, you know what? Like I've picked up this camera like a few times in my lifetime, a few times during my life. And this time I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to learn how to use this. And so I, I stuck with it and eventually I started taking pictures on a more, I don't want to say professional level, but I definitely started taking it a bit more seriously. And I remember like my first shoot was in NYC with a friend. And then if we fast forward like a year from then, I got a Nikon D750. And that's when like, I guess everything started like, you know, to turn out for me. And like, I found that I like taking portraits the most out of everything. Second to street photography. Uh, no, um, second would be street photography. And yeah, that's that's really how I got into photography. So yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So I feel like we all have a very similar story in yeah. that yeah. Uh, we all kind of just picked up, you know, the camera and, you know, really just tried experimenting. And I think like that's very, um, very that's a very um, interesting way to learn. You know, a lot of people, I think, I think that's how most um, people can learn especially today because yeah uh, like Pernov said 
um, you know, we all have access to iPhones and Samsungs, and yes, probably mm. Samsung has a better phone camera, but <laughs> it's a camera nonetheless. And yeah. you know, I started on my iPhone. I started taking photos on my iPhone. That's how I started my photography. And mm. I feel like it's it's important to emphasize that because anyone can, at this point, you know, really get in get in on this and you know find their passion in you know the field that is in the field that is photography so um yeah i mean i mean all those stories uh were you know incredibly you know inspiring and yeah like you know props to you guys uh so um i want to go into kind of why we all right so where is our passion i guess taken us because you know we we're all individuals, but, you know, we all founded, like, this, I guess, collective known as you know, YMA, right? So, mm-hmm. like, I'm asking all you guys, like, where do you think, like, we all started to... How did we all kind of come together? Like, how I, did it all happen? I actually remember the exact uh, moment. So, it was last August, and uh, I was actually out for dinner with my family. I was, like, we were, you know, we were driving to dinner, and I just thought of this idea... I'm like, you know, why don't we start? You know, obviously I knew Pranav and I knew a little bit and I knew Matt and Avi. And I'm like, why don't, you know, we just start our own student photography group? And that was like after I was looking for some groups to be a part of, because, you know, at a certain point, you're like, where can I meet other people that are doing the same thing I'm doing? Where can, you know, where can I get some inspiration from? And that's kind of like what I was, the phase that I was at. And then I was, you know, had that like epiphany, why don't we just start our own? So, you know, outside, I actually told my parents we got to the restaurant and I'm like, go in, I'll be like, you know, 10, 20 minutes. And I set up a call, I called Pranav, I called Matt, and then I called Avi. And we just had like a conference call, I forgot, it might've been like 10, 20 minutes. And we just kind of established roles. We, you know, got some stuff situated. We kind of like got our, our business model just you know, developed. And I figured that since we all were just passionate about the arts, you know, outside of the classroom, I felt that it would be really insightful to just have everybody who, who has that passion on the team to really spearhead this. Um, and then after August, we kind of got the Instagram page up and then we would be, we would post like, uh, remember we'd post those photo stories. So like we'd post a story right. of like, of like the stars and Avi would write about like how to take photos of the, of the stars. You know, we'd have oh like, my God, yeah, I remember, Yo, that. Yeah. I remember that. The beginning yeah, times. Yeah, like- that was the beginning. And like every day we would, uh, we would do that. And that's kind of like how we, we got our start. Our initial goal was, you know, how can we share what we know as, as experience, I mean, relatively experienced considering, yeah. you know, our age, how can we share this with people who are emerging or inspire people to get involved? Like my photo teacher inspired me to take photos. How can we inspire other kids to, to you know, grab a camera? And that was kind of the, the effective way to do it, especially since Instagram was, you know, a great medium for that. Um, and then I remember that, uh, that's what we were doing for a couple months and then we kind of dropped we down did. a little bit yeah we did, did. for sure and then, we, and then like it just sparked again yeah so yeah. so we we dipped and then so one night it was last in it was what was it it was last year 2019 uh God, towards it feels like forever i know toward towards the end of the year i went to this uh 
what was this? So I went to this, I was looking at like Long Island photo communities because I wanted to just, you know, join an established one and just, you know, see what was up and maybe we could use some stuff for YMA, you know, kind of replicate a business model similar to it. So I found one that was in like Bethpage or something. So I'm like, mom, drop me in Bethpage. I'm going to this photo club meeting tonight. So we went, it was maybe like six, seven o'clock, whatever. And I walk in and everybody there, I mean, it was, I could not find a single person my age there. And, you know, obviously age is, age is just a number when it comes to photography, but when we're all growing up in this emerging age of, of modern photography and where different things are, are developing, we want to have a similar demographic around us to like communicate those ideas and get inspiration. So at that moment, that was like, you know, the second epiphany where we, I was like, we really have to, to get this going because I don't think there really is a lot, anything like it that's just mainstream. So yeah. after that, we had a, a follow-up meeting and we really, you know, broke it down. We assigned roles. We got, you know, uh, we just kind of like distinguished ourselves uh, with our benefits. So like Matt's a great graphics designer. He spearheaded graphics. Pranav's great at marketing. We put him on, you know, we decided to go on social media team. I was just developing, you know, partnerships and I was really interested in the idea of reaching out to big companies and, and getting sponsorships. So I handled the sponsorships. So we just kind of put ourselves where we thought we would be the most useful. Yeah, and I, I remember for a while, like I was like in straight up limbo. Like I didn't even know what I was doing because it was like, all right, um, you know, where do I come in? Yeah. And what I found was like, I did some outreach work and I feel like I was able to, you know, get that going a bit. Um, but I was also able to, like, I feel like I've always had like some creative ideas and eventually like what i found was like that sense of creativity can kind of manifest itself in event planning right because it's cool to have this i thought like you know it's cool to have this forum it's cool to get all these people involved like you know we can bring pe people on from like facebook or instagram by dming but what are they going to actually join or be a part of if there's no events so i kind of figure it out on my own like maybe that's something I need to spearhead within um youth media arts and I just want like to all the people listening and I mean I hope that everyone realizes like you can if you're a member of YMA and you know you want to you have an idea and you want to be a part of the team just join up and you know we're not gonna shout up we're not gonna put down your idea in fact we want more ideas we want more creativity because really like if you want to put a unique spin on you know any organization, like, I feel like the best way is to, like, if you really want to, what I'm trying to say is, like, if you really want to, like, implement change, or not even just change, but you really want to, you know, make something more attractive, an organization, if you really want to make it more attractive, then really, you know, think about who you're marketing to, think about, um, you know, what you can do as a person. Think about what skills you have in order to help better that organization so you know for a while like i couldn't find my my niche i guess in that organization is it niche niche yeah niche. Niche. Yeah. Yeah, niche. niche yeah i couldn't find it in youth media arts but eventually just by trial and error and really like pushing to implement ideas just by doing that you know we were able to implement that so um yeah i think that's 
like so i mean to all our listeners like if you guys want to join the team if this kind of inspires you to like come on board and you know be a part of the yma team then you know by all means hop on uh send me jonah matt Pernoff, send any of us a dm or you know just send it to the yma instagram send us an email uh yeah so i just wanted to put that out there um yeah 100 percent. we know we when we're developing these ideas the, the greatest value is, is feedback and having some sort of contribution from the people that we're trying to help so if if you guys you know have any ideas or would like to you know do anything related to yma be, be part of the team send an email to team at ymarks.org and uh we'll be happy to bring you on um another thing i just wanted to take a a side note and just mention that you know throughout the pandemic i think the original you know met you know methodology behind youth media arts was just to bring students together and share their work but i think you know once the coronavirus hit and schools and art programs around the world started to shut down i think youth media arts took on a greater role in not just becoming a sense of of community but becoming you know a sense, a sense of, of like education you know but we were prepared for that pandemic before it hit like we were doing i think we only ever had one in-person meeting where we actually like all went to starbucks and discussed um i don't know if you guys remember that um but we only had one in-person meeting and everything else was over zoom or google hangout so we were kind of it's funny to think about now but like we were prepared for the pandemic before the pandemic hit and you know i remember hitting i remember thinking wow you know this is this is terrible like we actually have to meet in person um what, we're not going to get anything done and lo and behold the pandemic hit and our motto of actually being almost completely digital you know that really like it's funny but it like it really helped you know yeah know if, yeah and what's interesting with that is we plan to totally you know we plan to do all these things have host photo walks yeah like i was gonna yeah. Oh, well, Pranav, go ahead. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, we were definitely we were gonna start doing like a bunch of photo walks. I remember we were planning this one in the city, a city um, photo walk. We were like trying to get some models, so they can um, model for us, of course. And I, I just remember like planning that. I'm like, yo, this is actually gonna be crazy. And like, I was actually mad excited for it because like to see like our community. It like it's one thing to see our follower count, but then it's one thing to see like in not, person, not the even community like, the in whole person. entire po- like. I'm not saying like, you know, how many followers we have, but even just an eighth of that amount is like insane to just see in person, like, or even like two people. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like what you're doing. It's like, it's crazy to think about. Yeah, man. Like I remember, I remember like planning like the whole like city walk, like the whole photo walk in the city. Uh, I actually wanted to take everyone to Central Park, right? Because I like drew out the map and not that I didn't draw the map, like I kind of highlighted the map and went over the itinerary and it was perfect and I waited to implement and I waited to implement it and I waited to implement it and I just, we just couldn't because of the uh, pandemic. Yeah, so. um, I remember also that uh, we were planning, we had uh, contacts in the city. Uh, if, if any of you know um, NYC Prime Shot, we were planning to basically collaborate with our first photo walk and you know, go to Central Park. We were also planning on getting classroom space, doing a whole editing session. Like this was going to be our our kickstarting event. And you know, when COVID hit, it was very disappointing. You know, it it was different because ninety percent of our operations, like Avi was saying, were based on in person. You know, getting together 
and, and having these in-person experiences. But obviously when the pandemic hit, we had to change our business model up. And no, I, I was saying that um, we were kind of already prepared because a lot of the things we were doing online, we were we were already doing a lot of stuff online. Well, I mean, what I'm trying to say is yeah. we wanted to implement like in-person, but we just simply couldn't because yeah. of, you know, the pandemic. That's what I was we trying to say. We didn't do that, though. We didn't, at that time, we didn't really do much online. All we did was post those like photo mm. tutorials. And, and that's really yeah. like we didn't. To compare to what we're doing now, we did not do any of yeah, that. Yeah, we had to adapt to... Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, I feel, we, like, obviously, I feel yeah. like COVID was, like, both a blessing and a curse for um, youth media arts. Yeah. Definitely more we, of a blessing, though, I, at least I think. Yeah. It made we us, like, get we took a different there. turn than we thought, than yeah. what we were expecting. Totally. Yeah. Um, right, like, I think that if it wasn't for COVID, we wouldn't have people from, like, Australia or, like, from Britain or... Uh, the Czech Republic, shout out Cuba, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we wouldn't have those people um, involved because we, would, we wouldn't have reached out to them unless, yeah. you know, pandemic hit. We were all forced online, so. I mean, like, remember when we used to be, like, Youth Photos LI? Yeah, that was well, a, yeah. We wanted yeah, to, we wanted to keep yeah. our circle small so that we can, like, get people from near us so that we can do the photo walks but then we started getting people um they like reached out to us like from everywhere from like and yeah we were like we have to expand to bigger than long island this this like has to be worldwide because like there, there's like actually like um a market for this stuff not not market but like um there are people there's that demand for it like yeah, yeah there's like, demand um one of the the interesting things is yeah so we had people who were who were reaching out to us from the Czech Republic? Obviously, you know, shout out to Cuba. We had people that were reaching out to us from, um, obviously, other parts of the United States. We had people from South America. We had some people from Europe, um, and I believe we had some people from Asia. I'm not exactly sure, but we had people from just all over. You know, yeah, contacting crazy. people from Canada, reaching out to us and just wanting to join. And then we realized, you know, we got to change the name. So we changed it. Yeah. We, we actually contemplated, did we want to do, you know, and this was in the beginning, you know, when we were all photographers for the most part. So we were kind of like deciding, you know, youth photography, youth media, youth, you know, art. So we kind of settled on youth media arts because, you know, it, it was the most inclusive. And we obviously have members who are illustrators and videographers and photographers. So along with just growing geographically, we, we grew in the sense of like, we were now bringing in these people that had multiple different talents. They weren't just photographers. They were videographers. They were illustrators. They did all this stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Also, sure. Yeah. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is, we, you know, with the events that we were doing with COVID, um, a lot of these premier time, you know, professionals and artists had all their gigs canceled. So you had professional photographers that were sitting in their apartments in New York City, you know, waiting for the phone to ring. And that was, you know, we kind of took advantage of that and we were able to bring, you know, some of these experts on whether it be Instagram Live, Zoom call. Um, and now, you know, we're attempting to do it through our podcast in focus, but the, I think that COVID definitely allowed us to connect with some of these artists that we would have never otherwise connected with. Definitely. Y'all yeah. yeah. remember hundred percent. Y'all remember when I feel like I don't know if this was I feel like this was like at least for me the beginning beginning. Matt, do you remember setting up that group chat with like a bunch of photographers? Oh my god, the initial up? group chat. Yeah, the initial group chat. That's when I remember Youth Media Arts. I was like 
I mean, we weren't, we didn't even know that that was going to happen. We just like a yeah. group of photographers just being photographers. Yeah, it was just like five of us, I yeah. think. Oh, that was. Wait, weren't we on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. Well, it was on that Instagram. Yeah, we chat. actually started out on Instagram. So we had our leaders chat and then we um ex- we had our and then a separate like um chat for everybody well which was like 20 people and then we're we got limited because of the instagram limit yeah it's so dumb like imagine if instagram like just didn't have that limit like we would we would have never probably gone on chat. imagine yeah, you, <laughs> on you, instagram know, you know what's funny um, when we were doing it i think the limit was like 15 people and then after we switched to messenger they expanded it to like 30 or something oh my god but, but even then it's like but even we, we, still, that's still we like nothing to, yeah, yeah we're gone yeah um and then we obviously moved over to um, a facebook group and that's where we really started to grow the most and now obviously we're trying to get people on whatsapp chat because that's just the most immediate and best method of communication yeah and it really just establishes yeah. a better sense of community so if you guys are listening join our whatsapp chat um <laughs> go to ymarts.org also, yeah, yeah, yeah. Click join now. also could i just add real quick um whatsapp chat um you guys can send in work uh into it to like get feedback but uh we're also going to be launching uh critique days so instead of like going into the chat and you know sending a picture or two um we're actually going to schedule like uh you know days or like you know sessions where like you can actually ace not only submit work but you can present work to an audience of young photographers live and you know you can get their feedback and their opinions and you know you can give feedback as well um you know one of our ambassadors are actually a few, multiple of a, a lot of our ambassadors have suggested that um you know we do that essentially um essentially that like um what our ambassador suggested was that you know the best way to um get people involved and engaged was not to just send images in the chat but rather to actually have a scheduled date and time where people kind of discuss their work and actually have a conversation and um yeah so i mean i I just wanted to you know kind of announce that because i feel like it's the next big thing for yma it really kind of does create that community feeling because you know like jonah said earlier he went to one of these like photo kind of it was a photo critique right it was like a little event yeah it was a critique it was an in-person yeah yeah like i mean obviously we can't do that because of the pandemic um obviously like after it ends you know or once it gets safe again like we're probably gonna be doing in-person critiques but the next best thing obviously is online so you know we wanted to provide that platform for you guys to really share your work not just through um social media but rather in person well not in person in person but online so you know definitely um we're gonna be announcing pretty soon when the first uh it just, i think it's actually coming up september next 5th. week but september 5th yeah all right bet yeah so september 5th uh 5th uh we're gonna be announcing this thing we're gonna be launching it and um you know make sure to hop on bring your work uh, we want to hear from you guys so uh yeah just wanted to throw that out there yeah um do um, you guys have anything else i think that's kind of wraps it up Avi, did you want to talk about anything else um yeah uh wear a mask <laughs> distance i don't know yeah i feel like i have a because we have a platform i feel like photograph with caution have to yeah, we, we have to advertise that, but we should sell. Otherwise, um, I'm caution. good. Uh, Matt, Pernov, you guys good? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
thank you for anyone that's still sticking with us and listening to the podcast shout out you guys you're the ones that make this possible so yes thank you